It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. It's great to be with you today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a great day as you're driving down the freeway or still at work or maybe home for the evening. The number here is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. The heart of Calvary Live is for you to be able to call in with questions that you have about God's Word or things that are going on in your life. We'll get into God's Word together. Also, to be able to ask for prayer. If you have things going on in your life and you're saying, I would love for someone to uh, pray uh, with me, please give me a call. So all of our phone lines are open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text, 720-336-0897. We would like to welcome our listeners on the East Coast as well, in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and New Jersey. Thank you guys for listening, as well as all of our listeners here on the Front Range and into uh, Wyoming. I want to read Psalms 100 as we head into the week of Thanksgiving. We know God has called us to be thankful as a lifestyle. I don't know about you, but something happens with my spirit as I look at the awe of God, as I look at the goodness of God, and choose to declare Declare my thanksgiving to him. So this is Psalms 100. It says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. You know, what causes you to be so excited that you would shout? You know, maybe it's a sporting event. Uh, maybe it's it's going hunting or catching a big fish or or just rejoicing in some event that's taking place. And here we're so excited about the Lord that we shout to the Lord for he is good. And then serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. God wants us to serve him with a grateful heart and to come before his presence uh, with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he, who is, it is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are the people of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures for all generations. And we do thank you, God, for you are so uh, good to us. Thanks again for listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have all of our lines open. Let's go to line one to Jay and Parker. Jay, welcome to the program. Awesome. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'd- uh, dealing with a little bit of frustration uh, with family and, and mostly my immediate family with uh, from back in my childhood and everything. Grew up in a tough, mm-hmm. tough time, um, but ultimately, right now where it is is that I just feel like it's. I'm to a point now where I just want to completely dissociate from my family and not ever call any of them again. Um, okay. And it's just because I, I'll hear one thing from my sister, and then I'll hear another thing from my mom and. And it's almost like they pit each other against each other when it comes yeah. to me. And and I guess I'm just asking for prayer and understanding and and uh, just being able to help uh, just continue to hold on to hope for them uh, without yeah. deciding to give up on them because it's really frustrating at times. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the the hope is, you know, laying hold of God's unconditional love and him giving you power through his spirit cuz cuz apart from him, we just can't do it. You know, we don't possess yeah. uh, that kind of unconditional love and I think it's a prayer that a lot of people can relate to uh, this time of year with the holidays and so I'd love to pray for you, Jay. Awesome. Appreciate it. God, I thank you for Jay. I thank you for his his honesty and Lord as uh, growing up was difficult and painful and and Lord, there's pain in his family now as a, as an adult. And Lord, his mom saying one thing and his sister and Lord just brought him to a place of frustration and to the end of himself is, God, I do pray that you'd give him wisdom and that you would fill him with your Holy Spirit, uh, that you would give him a, a love that can only come from you. And we thank you that it's not by power, by might, but by your spirit and just help him to be able to navigate these things. I also just pray that you would give him peace, Lord, you know, show him what you're asking him to do, but also showing him what you're not asking him to do. And we pray for his mom and his sister that their their hearts would be open to you and their eyes and their ears would be open, that they wouldn't believe the lies of the enemy uh, and they would walk with you and there would be redemption in his, his family. And so, Lord, would you comfort Jay's heart and heal his heart and, and give him peace and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I appreciate that. Thanks, Eric. You bet. God bless you, Jay. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open. So if you've got a question about the Word or things that are going on in your life, uh, love being able to talk about real things, feel free to give me a call, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, if you've got your device, you've got your phone, your iPad, uh, you can send me a text question or prayer request at 720-336-0897. And let's go to a text that has come in. It says, I have a praise report for my new job. I'm very thankful for this job, and it's going really well. I thank the Lord uh, for his continued faithful provision for our family. Oh, let's praise God for this. God, we do thank you for your provision in our lives, Lord. You're so good to provide for our needs from tires to a vehicle to, to paying rent or a mortgage, uh, for providing work and the ability to go to work. Thank you for this job that you've provided and how well it's going. We give you praise and thanks uh, for that. In Jesus' name, amen. The number to call here is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Liz in Maryland. Liz, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing well. I can't complain. I won't complain. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, well, amen. God is good, and uh, I'm grateful for all he's done in my life. And I have a question that I just heard on the radio. I was listening to Bill Lukeman and the radio service is on Job. And he uh, spends the time talking about how Job responded to the test. But uh, before he got there, he was talking about um, God, I guess, speaking with Satan and saying, have you considered my servant Job? Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, does God say, like, do we get offered up for tests? Like, how does that work? Um, yeah. Because I was like, hold on. I mean, I don't know, like, that anyone would go through tests. You know, we will in life, but I'm sure that none of us really want to. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And when they come, I guess how we respond to them is like of everything. But, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of weird to think that we would be offered up into a test. How does that work? Right. Yeah, so it's Job 1.8. It says, The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there's none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Uh, Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You've blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased. But now stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to to your face. And so the Lord brings up the character of Job, and then Satan comes up with this attack. You know, the only reason that he fears you is because you have protected him. Uh, And then the Lord gives permission to Satan. uh, And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only don't lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out uh, from the presence of the Lord. Um, and so the the uh, the idea of the attack comes from Satan, but the Father does allow it uh, uh, into Job's life. And so we find that the sovereignty of God uh, it trumps uh, Satan. And so the trials in our lives, ultimately, the Father says yes to. And for some, that's really disconcerting, you know, like God's allowing difficulty in my in my life. But I find it comforting because uh, it's much greater for God to be in control than Satan to be in control. You know, Satan had to get the permission of the of the Father. Um, it also in the New Testament talks about uh, you know God testing us. He doesn't tempt us. You know, he doesn't put evil in front of us to try to get us to do to do evil, but he will test us to grow, grow our, our character and to reveal more uh, about, about himself. So I don't know if that's helpful at all uh, to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm hoping and praying that, you know, to never go through anything that is so overwhelming that I wouldn't be able to know, uh, like stand in his word. Cause I know that it says that, you know, um, through the things that happen, even the situations that we, we put ourselves in, that he is um, nothing that we are not going to go through anything that we can't bear, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I just pray for that. Like, I, 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 I that, that, that's comforting. And um, I guess I do also hear that it's um, not that God was trying to say, here, here goes my servant Job, like, go take him and see what he can See what you can get right. is more of Satan saying to him, oh, you know, he's only like this because you've blessed him. What would happen if he didn't? And so the trial right. came from Satan. That's how I yeah. understand what you explained. Yep, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. That's okay. a great question. So. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, yeah. thank you. I appreciate your time, and thank you guys for your ministry. You bet. God bless you out right. there. Bye-bye. And take care. Bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Or you can send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Anthony in Brighton. Welcome to the program. Anthony, are you there? All right, we lost Anthony there. Let's try line one with Michael. 
Hello, Pastor. God bless you, sir. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm blessed of God, sir. I want awesome. to offer that uh, that one caller, Jay, some encouragement. I've dealt with the similar situa- circumstances in my life, dealing with my family. Uh, okay. After my father died, my brother was the executor of the estate, and that was a rough time. Be- and it was a bad time because I was put in the middle between my older brother and older sister uh, and some decisions that had to be decided. I was a tiebreaker. And it caused okay. a lot of problems. And there are some other circumstances with, with, my, with my family situation, too. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be around them for a lot of years and it, because it just, it just hurt too much and other reasons. But yeah. the one thing I, wanted to, I want Jada, to, to, if he's listening, to understand is, is that I had to start praying for them. I had to start praying for God to, to minister to them and as well as to me. Uh, mm-hmm. and, in, and in the end, I ended up having my relationship with my, two, my older brother and sister restored to awesome. me. And they, and they, they had a, their own little civil war going on. And God even helped them to become better friends. Uh, oh, good. Fa- family. Um, mm-hmm. And... I guess what I want to say is that uh, sometimes it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow that we have to we have to wait on the Lord to to soften hearts. Yeah. In the end, I ended up taking care of my sister for the last two or three years of her life before okay. she finally died because I had mm-hmm. someone that needed to be there for her, and before mm-hmm. that, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand to be around her, and right. I ended up being the one the one person that took care of her before she died. And Michael, thank brother, you for. We have a great relationship yeah. now, even though he's like seventeen hundred miles away. Right. So I just want to encourage awesome. him to just pray and just give the situation over to God, and yeah. just just let let God do what He has to do, and He can, and I believe He will restore yeah. that relationship because God wants us to love our family in a family way, and also in the same way as he loves us, as God loves right. us. Yeah. Well, thanks for offering that encouragement, Michael. And I know there's a lot of people going through stuff with their families uh, as we come into the holidays and good encouragement of God's hope of redemption. So thanks for calling. Uh, God bless you. God bless you, sir. Okay. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303 690 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Tasha on line two in Wheat Ridge. Tasha, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm well. Can you hear me? I sure can. Can you hear me okay? Yes, and I should keep the radio off, right? Yes, ma'am, yep. Um, I'm calling because... Uh, um, my husband and I are going through a separation right now, and um, it's really challenging because I didn't. I've been asking God what was going to happen in our situation because there's been a lot of abuse, um, and a lot of times people don't acknowledge when they're 
verbal and emotional and psychological, financial, all those, all those things, abuse, all of it was abusive. But because it wasn't physical, a lot of times I found myself fighting against what was right to do because I didn't know. You know, it's like, well, mm-hmm. he isn't he isn't hitting me, so do I just endure it? And then I remember somebody telling me, "Who can bear a crushed spirit?" Um, and it was getting to a point where I was I, I battle um, clinical depression, but okay. it, when the abuse started happening, I developed anxiety um, and had my first anxiety and panic attack and ended up in the emergency room and I didn't know what was wrong till later on. And this will be our third time, I believe, separating. Um, okay. And I prayed about what to do. I've asked the Lord. I've, I've cried about it. And then I was like, you've got to let me have this. But mm-hmm. it's, it's hard for me because I want to rescue my husband every time this happens. You know, he, he'll get okay. on his own and he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm struggling and this, that, and the third. And then it's like I, I'm quick to come to his rescue, like, okay, come back home. I believe everything you're saying, and it's going to be right mm-hmm. this time. And then it happens again. And this time God's like, don't interfere. But it's so hard because I feel like I'm so wrong. I I'm really struggling. My husband's really struggling. We have no idea how to navigate through this. Yeah. Well, let me offer up a few things uh, from from God's Word uh, that I hope is helpful. Um, first, in James 1, uh, it tells us, uh, if we're going through a trial and we lack wisdom, let us ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. Uh, and so, to continue to come to the Lord that He would give you wisdom for your particular situation. Um, and then also, uh, Jesus told us, uh, or excuse me, John the Baptist told us uh, to look for the fruit of repentance. Um, and, you know, if there's change in your husband's life, you're, you're going to see it in, in his actions. Uh, and so as you're evaluating this, um, is to say, I'm going to look at his actions and see if there's fruit of repentance. And then also to believe that God does have the ability to restore your marriage. He's the God of the, the resurrection, and, and it may take time, and it may be a long road of, to stay committed to your, to your marriage, uh, to, to be wise as you go through uh, this process. The, the Bible tells us to be innocent as a dove and as wise as a serpent. So the innocent as a dove part is an open heart to God restoring the marriage and staying, staying committed to the marriage even though you're separated. Uh, and the wisdom part is looking for the, the fruit of repentance. And then the Bible also tells us that, that there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors in the book of Proverbs. And I'd really encourage you to, to reach out to your church if you don't have a church to, to, to plug into a church and really be getting counsel uh, uh, from uh, your pastoral staff and the counselors uh, at your church to, to be able to help you navigate these things. Okay, okay. And yeah. I, I, we have, well, I've reached out a number of times during as these separations kept happening, to get marital counseling, to get, um, you know, um, people to come alongside us and help us. And it was always me, and it was always my husband kind of being in, but quickly bowing out. And yeah. so this time I'm kind of letting him decide where if he wants to get help, if as far as, like, right. marriage counseling help. Because... Right. I don't. I've done it so many times, and every time he's backing out of it for whatever reason. Yeah, 
Yeah, Tasha, I think more it's counsel for you getting godly advice of of, okay. of how you you handle it, not okay. you know, not necessarily marriage counseling at this point, but just like, hey, this is happening. I need a sounding board, uh, you know, uh, but but getting that from from a counselor within your church or a pastor, I think is 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 important. So, okay. I'd like to pray for you. Would it be okay if I pray for you? Yes, and my husband as well. His name is Al. Okay. Father, I thank you for Tasha. And Lord, I just hear the brokenness and the desperation in her voice. And God, would you give her wisdom? Uh, you do tell us in your word, if we lack wisdom and we ask in faith that you you will give it to us. And so, Lord, would you would you give her the, the wisdom uh, that she needs, Lord? And we do pray for, for her husband, Al, Lord, that, that uh, there would be fruits of repentance in his life, Lord, that you'd be gracious to show him how, how good you are. And Lord, just, just give him that desire for his, his marriage. And Lord, I pray for Tasha that you would continue to work in her heart and keep her heart uh, uh, soft towards her marriage. And we pray that you would restore this marriage and you would do only what you can do. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that prayer. And I do just want to put it out there that I don't think my husband's a bad man. I think he's a broken yeah. man. And right. that brokenness is playing itself out and it's affecting everyone around him. Yeah. But there, there just has to be correction. And I have things that I have to work on in the meantime. He's right. not the only yeah. person who has things to work on in our marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good heart to have, you know, that that's, that's a good heart towards your husband and I'll really be praying for you and your husband and your family and pray that God blesses your Thanksgiving. Thank you. Okay. Have a good one. You as well. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Diva in New Jersey. Diva, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, how are you? Okay. Um, I, I just have a, a quick question. It might be a stupid one, but um, it's kind of been laying on my heart. So my father passed away from cancer. I took care of him mm. at the end. And for okay. um, he suffered for a long time. And then, um, hmm. you know, at the, it got to a point where I, I wanted, he was a very faithful Christian, very faithful Christian. And I just hmm. wanted him to go be with Jesus so he was out of pain and suffering. And yeah. so then when he finally had passed, I had this, like, relief that, um, good, he's with Jesus, he's out of pain. And then I got this overwhelming fear that, what happens if there's not a heaven? What happens if we created this heaven to make ourselves feel better about death? Okay, yeah. Well, thankfully, uh, Jesus told us very clearly that, you know, there is a heaven. Um, in John 14, it says, Don't let your heart be troubled. Uh, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am you may be also. And Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, so... Jesus describes heaven as his father's house with, with many mansions and saying, I am preparing a place for you, which is, which is heaven. And so that's John 14, 1 through 6. And, and so we can hold on to the word of God. We can hold on to the promise of God uh, that there is heaven and eternal life. You know, another 
place in scripture, very uh, common verse, but John 3.16, maybe it'll come to life in, in your situation. You know, uh, Jesus says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that expression, everlasting life, describes heaven. Uh, we're going to live forever uh, uh, with God. Also, it tells us in the Word to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we have the assurance from the Word of God that your dad's last breath here on earth was followed up by his first breath in heaven. Thank you. That kind of sums up my second question. Is Some people say that you don't immediately go to heaven, that we have to wait till a certain time that God calls us. And that kind of made me fearful, too, because I felt that I would like to know that he's in heaven now, not... Right. somewhere in the future. Is, is, is he in heaven as soon as he takes his last breath? Yeah, in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, uh, uh, verse verse uh, 8, it tells us, uh, um, 8 and 9, so this, um, that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. It's 2 Corinthians 5, verse 6. It says, so we, all, we are also confident, knowing that we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. We walk by faith and not by sight. And then it goes on to, to tell us um, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So as soon as we die as believers, then we go right home to be with the Lord. Okay, okay. I don't know why yeah. that—I never feared that until my father passed away. I never feared that heaven was something that we created to make ourselves feel better. So I don't know if yeah. that's a normal thing, you know. Well, well, it's a lot more real now, right? Like you're, yeah, you've yeah, lost absolutely. your father, so so it's going to bring up uh, new questions, new struggles. I think it's completely, completely natural. Uh, and I just want to encourage you in Psalms 23. Jesus says He's the good shepherd, and that He walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, and as you're you're going through this valley and you're grieving and you're mourning, you know, Jesus is with you and. I know it's really tough to, to lose your father, and, and so I'd love to pray for you and ask that God would really come for you. Thank you. God, I thank you for, for Diva, and I lift her up to you, and Lord, it's uh, so difficult to, to watch a parent pass away, and it, it just breaks our hearts in such a unique way, and I pray that you would comfort her heart, and we do thank you for the promise of heaven for those that believe in you, and thank you for her dad's uh, strong faith in you, Jesus, and that he is with you. Um, and so, Lord, would you just protect Diva in this time, her heart and her mind, and Jesus, would you comfort her and walk with her through this valley and shadow of death? And we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you for calling. Thank you. All Have right. a good God night. bless you. You God too. You too. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope that you're having a good Friday afternoon. The number here to call is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have one line open, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. I want to take a text question uh, before we go to break. It says, where did baptism start? Uh, is it found in uh, the Old Testament? 
So we see baptism starting uh, with the ministry of John the Baptist as he pointed people to Christ. It was a baptism of repentance, acknowledging their need for a Savior. Uh, there was not baptism in the Old Testament. Uh, there was uh, a called a mikvah for the Jewish community, uh, a cleansing uh, before they would enter into uh, the temple. And that was a big part uh, of their lives, but it wasn't what uh, we see with John the Baptist ministry and then all also uh, the continuing ministry throughout uh, the New Testament. And so uh, I would say if I were having to be uh, definitive, the baptism starts at the ministry of John the Baptist in the Gospels. So thank you so much uh, for sending that uh, text in as well. Thank you guys for listening to Calvary Live. In just a moment, we are going to head uh, and take a break. So uh, feel free to stay with us for the second half of the show. Uh, the number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. It's great to be with you. We started today's show with Psalms 100 that encourages us to shout to the Lord and serve Him with gladness to come before His presence with singing. And we want to be careful to give thanks to the Lord for His provision and faithfulness uh, in our lives. We're going to continue on our phone lines. The number is 303-690-3000. Let's go to Christopher in South New Jersey. Welcome to the program. Hey, uh, Pastor Eric. Thanks for having me. Really you bet. You. Yeah, thanks uh, for calling. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on my way to. Well, I'm actually at work now. I'm on my way to work, and uh, I had a buddy of mine stop over at my house, and um, you know, he, he was encouraging me. We're both from the same church um, out here in Jersey, and uh, I guess where I'm at now, with my where, where I'm at with my walk, I guess you would call it, or just in life in general. I'm 24 years old. I'm married. I got two kids. We just bought a house. Hmm. Uh, my awesome. Wife is at home, wife. Hmm. So I'm, I'm the breadwinner. I'm, I'm trying to do it, you know, the, the old traditional way. Yeah. Um, I I just can't seem to find any peace or happiness in this. You know, my job is it, it's it's a good job. We make good money, hmm. and, and, and you know, um, I just wish you know my wife. She's just start. I guess what I'm getting at is my wife started getting in the church before I did. I'm, I'm hmm. starting to see the light in certain areas, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just not happy, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I want to be, I want to be more than what I am. And, uh, you know, I'm, you know, the whole iron sharpens iron thing, I got a bunch of brothers that look at me and they say, hey, you know, how you doing? How you doing? The question's over. Yeah. How are you doing? And it's never, never what I wanted to be, you know, never, hey, listen, you know, uh, I see that you're you're ready for this or you're ready for that. Or, not that I'm looking okay. for an opportunity or anything like that. I 
just yeah. I don't know. I guess I want more. I, I know. I know that now that I know that there is a, a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just not playing a part in it. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. I don't know what to do. Do you feel frustrated with your job? Like, like uh, f- finding like the eternal purpose in your job? Is is that where a lot of your frustration is kind of centered, or? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, sort of. I I tried to I took a test for another position, trying to move up, and things just aren't happening the way you know. It it, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like God has His hand in this. You know, I've mm-hmm. had other situations where I felt like, wow, God has really came through, and this specific, you know, uh, position that I'm trying to go for. I just feel like everything is going against, you know, and going against me getting it. And I, 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 I'm trying to do the best I can for me. The thing is, the shift that I work is overnight, and I've, I've been overnight for about almost three years now. Okay. And really yeah. taking a toll on my family and my kids. Yeah. Know, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess the answer would be yeah. You know, work is definitely a big part of you know, what I'm building. Yeah. I just want to encourage you like what what you're doing uh for the Lord and your family is awesome as you're being a provider, you know, and and God calls us as husbands to to provide for our families. Uh and in fact, you know, if we don't uh provide for our families, God says that we're we're worse than an infidel or or an unbeliever. And so uh, you work in the night shift and and being faithful to provide even though you're you're frustrated in 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 your job like that that's glorifying to the lord and and it tells us in galatians 6 9 don't get weary in doing good because uh, if you don't lose heart you'll receive reward and i just encourage you keep being faithful just keep going to work every day and being faithful keep knocking on doors and in god's time god's gonna gonna open that door uh that that he has uh, uh for you um but you're you're doing an awesome thing by providing for your family and allowing your wife to stay home with your kids and you know, I, I've got young kids as well, and I, I know it's a challenging season of life, you know, and I'd, I'd love to pray with you uh, that God would encourage you and strengthen you. Um, and and my encouragement for you uh, would just be don't get weary in doing good. You know, you're you're doing exactly what God has for you. Um, and, and in time, he's he's going to he's going to be faithful to, to open up the right doors, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking a lot about. And it, and it's so weird because I never hear anybody ever say it, and it's it's odd when I say it in church or I talk to somebody about it. I say, hey, you know, I think I want to be a pastor, and they and yeah, and always that awkward, that awkward feeling after. It's like, hey, well, you know, it's not just, you know, you wake up one day and you're a pastor. Obviously, like I just feel like I also to add on to everything that there's there's a lot of people around me that um. I hate to, it. It sounds bad just saying it, but I um I seem to co- always have sort of a a disagreement sort of mindset when it comes to certain things, like as far as okay. and price with other people, and, and and you know I I I tend to I tend to look at things always differently than others, and I can't understand why. I don't know if it's okay. because I'm too emotionally tied into something. Or, you okay. know what I mean? I, I just, yeah. I can't pinpoint it. Yeah. 
you know, these are these are a couple of really difficult traits. And as God grows our character as men, and you know, and the first is is faithfulness and faithfulness in little things, and and God's developing that in you through through your work life, uh, you know, and being faithful at work. And then another trait that God blesses is hum- humility. You know, uh, He says He resists the proud, but He gives grace uh, to to the humble. Um, you know, and I I recently had. An older man in our church, uh, you know, challenged me and saying, saying, Eric, ask God to reveal pride in your heart. And um, I started to pray about that. And I was like, man, there's there's a lot of pride uh, in, in, in my heart, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being analytical and always making sure that something's biblical. But you also want to step back and go, Lord, am I am I being prideful? You know, do I? And ultimately, the humble is saying, Lord, I need you. I need your help. Um, and as we put ourselves in that place of humility before God, uh, then he pours out his grace. You know, he pours out his unearned, undeserved, unmerited favor. So that may be something to just pray about and think about is, Lord, grow me in faithfulness. Lord, grow me in humility. Show me what it, it is to to walk in humility with you. But I really sense, Christopher, that God's doing a great work in your life and that you're discouraged, you know, and, and God doesn't want you to be discouraged. He, he loves you. He delights in you. He's got a great plan for, for your life and for your family. Um, and this is just the beginning of the story, you know, but, but the beginning's important. You know, you're, God's building that foundation in you. And, and uh, when it seems like it's going nowhere, it's going somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. That's exactly so. what I'm going. You know, it's definitely discouragement. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let me pray for you that God would lift that discouragement off of you and encourage you as you head into this all all night shift. So. Yes, sir. All right. God, thanks for Christopher and Lord, thanks for his openness and honesty and Lord, thank you for his faithfulness as a man to work hard for his family uh, this all-night uh, shift. And Lord, as he's just feeling discouraged, I, j- I know, Lord, that's a real thing. And I just ask in Jesus' name that you would lift that discouragement off of him. And Lord, give him hope, give him encouragement, allow him to feel your presence, that you're there uh, with him. Lord, that you're you're pleased with him, uh, that he's working uh, hard for his family to glorify you. And Lord, I just pray for your will in his life, Lord. I pray that you would open doors in your time, uh, and we trust you in that, Lord, and just give him favor. And if he can get off the night shift, that that would be awesome. And Lord, as he has a stirring in his heart to be a pastor, Lord, we thank you for that and pray that you would just confirm that calling in his life and protect him from the enemy. We know the enemy's real, so protect his heart and mind. Lord, I just pray for his wife. I know it's an amazing thing to be a stay-at-home mom, but it's also really hard. So would, would you encourage her, Lord, just, just give her hope uh, in the midst of the, the difficult days, Lord, and, and just bless this family by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Eric. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for calling. I'll be praying for you. Thanks. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Sandro on line two. Sandro, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Eric. Thank you for taking my call. Did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, you did it perfect. <laughs> okay, all right. How you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, 
by the grace of God. Good. Okay, um, so I wanted to speak about something very sensitive uh, okay. for me, something I've been struggling with, and I promise to be careful. Uh, but so I've been saved. The Lord came into my life four years ago. So, um, you know, complete transformation. The Lord has done, you know, great things in my life. And uh, mm-hmm. I've been awesome. single for about five years. So four of those years, you know, I've been single. I'm 27 yeah. right now. <clears throat> okay. And as I grew in the Word, like one thing I noticed when I've gotten saved was like the Lord just put in my heart the hunger for His Word. You know, I yeah. was raised as a Catholic. I always knew about God, but I never knew Him personally. Um, okay. So it was like I never heard about the Gospel in detail, mm. like the way I did yeah. four years ago, and it completely like transformed my life. And I just had a hunger, like Lord, I want to please You in every aspect of my life. I know I can never do it perfectly, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I try. I always say, Lord, I, I just hope you see that I'm trying. Um, and being single uh, definitely has taken a toll. Uh, reading yeah. His Word, thank, thanks to the Holy Spirit, I've been able to get enough insight to be able to navigate my way through it. Okay. Um, but I feel like the Spirit has been prompting, especially recently, uh mm about a specific struggle. I've been celibate. I've been, you know, definitely reserved for the Lord Mm -hmm. and whoever He has in my life, you know, for me in the future. Mm -hmm. But I've been struggling, and I can't deny it, uh, with uh, pornography. Um, And it's been something that I feel like the Lord really wants to deal with lately. Um, Yeah. And I've been kind of sweeping it under the rug you know, type of a thing, and it's like the Lord's been putting it in my heart, no, I want you to share about it, I want you to share about it, but it's been so difficult for me, um, mm-hmm. and I'm involved in an online ministry, Okay. and I and I, I, I don't know, remember exactly where in the Word says, but I know definitely if I'm struggling with this, I should not be in ministry, I want to know if that's accurate. Um, yeah. And, and just pretty much with the whole, the, the, that specifically, um, I know it's not pleasing to the Lord. I, I, I'm clear with that. I know, you know, the Lord wants to deal with it, and I have to bring it to light. And if He wants yeah. me to share it with somebody, you know, I understand yeah. that as well. But, and, and I've, there's been period of times where I've been good. You know, I've right, right. gone a long period of time without it, and then it just comes back, and it's like, you know, it's like, wow, Lord, I try to be, you know, to abide in you, but, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, life is life, and then you kind of, you know, go through those spiritual droughts, so to say. Um, right. And it's like, that's when it seems to creep up, and mm-hmm. I just want to know, and I've heard testimonies of people, you know, saying that they've been healed of that. How the Lord just mm-hmm. completely helped them with that. And I'm like, okay, Lord, so I know you're willing and able to do this, and I really mm-hmm. want to deal with it, but it's kind of hard to, I hope I'm wording it right, Yeah. to, to go with his lead. And how, yeah, how can absolutely. I really, I really want to deal with it. That's what, what I really want to do. And I really need to seek uh, pastoral advice, um, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm calling. <clears throat> yeah. 
Well, I'm really glad that you called, you know, and it's, it's a big step to, to call and be open and, and be honest. And, you know, I want to encourage you, there is hope uh, in Christ to, to be able to live in sexual integrity. Uh, and in First Thessalonians 4, it says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor not in passions of lust like the Gentiles who do not uh, know God. And so God is calling us to, to sexual uh, integrity. And I think there's several things that, that will uh, really help. Um, and, and the first is uh, Paul writes to, to Timothy and he says, flee youthful lusts, but follow after righteousness and faith with those who call upon uh, the name of the Lord. And so you can't do this alone. Uh, you, you, you want to have some brothers in Christ uh, rally around you and your flesh and the enemy will say, you know, you cannot be honest about this area of your life. If you tell brothers in Christ, uh, they'll, they'll reject you. And that's the exact opposite. You know, uh, Satan wants us to keep our our struggles with sin private and when we bring it to the light first to the Lord and then to brothers in Christ and and, and brothers in Christ that you can really trust you know you don't yeah. go and uh, share it necessarily with with everybody but you know you you have brothers in Christ hopefully that you can trust and and then James chapter 5 says as, as we confess our faults to one another and pray for one another uh, we'll, we'll be healed and really commit to man if I uh, fall into pornography. I'm I'm gonna every time call a Christian brother and confess to the Lord and to him for for him to to pray uh, with me and to pray pray for me. Um, uh, and then to have these men around you to encourage you uh, in this. Um, and the way that you have victory over other areas of sin in your life, uh, you can have victory over lust and and pornography. Um, there's a book that we went through as men uh, in our church. Uh, it's just called Clean uh, by uh, Dr. Doug Weiss, uh, and it's about uh, sexual integrity. But it's, it's a great book uh, that's very biblical and practical on uh, uh, being able to have a victory uh, with sexual uh, integrity. So I, I would, if you you know have access to Amazon or something like that, you can Google uh, Clean uh, uh, Doug, Doug Weiss. It's W-I-E. Uh, SS, but that's a that's a, really takes biblical and practical steps of, of walking in in purity. But I really feel like today's the first step of that by you calling yeah. in uh, on this show and saying, "Man, I've been wrestling with this. I feel like God's you know encouraging me to br bring it to the light, uh, not to sweep it under the rug." And I want to pray for you. And then I would encourage you even tonight to follow that up with, you know, call two or three brothers in Christ uh, that you really can trust. You know, if you're plugged into a church, um, uh, you know, talk with one of your pastors. Um, and, and I think you're going to be surprised uh, what God does. And then also how other men are going to be honest about their uh, temptation with uh, sexual sin. But I want to encourage you, it can be done in Christ. I know it seems like it's it's this huge giant, you know, and you'll never be able to live uh, outside of pornography. But, but uh, you know, in Christ, God's able to do it. Um, and and are you plugged into a church where you feel like you have some support? Yeah, I'm actually currently attending uh, Calvary Chapel of Philadelphia. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a great church. That's yeah. That's awesome. Um, 
Yeah, I've, I've been there for about two years, and uh, I definitely do have brothers in Christ, and it's kind of interesting to hear you say that, you know, to reach out to brothers in Christ, because uh, the Lord's been putting on my heart one specific brother to share that with. Um, yeah. And he, so definitely I, I will be doing that. And it's like I've seen the Lord's hand in my life, because when the Lord came into my life four years ago, I was deeply in, you know, marijuana use. And it was like, mm-hmm. once I had read the Word, I was convicted, like, okay, this has to go, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, yep. And I remember just calling out to the Lord with all my heart and, and just saying, Lord, please remove this. Like, I don't—I know it doesn't please you. And, I, and He did it completely. And, yeah. and I don't struggle yep. with that at all. So it's like, now with this, it's like, okay, Lord, I've seen you do it before in my life. You dis- definitely mm-hmm. did it. And I believe you could do it with this one. But, um, yeah. And, and I guess, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Well, I'm really glad glad that you called. Let me pray for you, okay? Sure, thank you. Thank you. God, I thank you for for Sandro out in Philadelphia, and Lord, thanks for for him calling and and being willing to to ask for prayer. And Lord, we know that you are light. You're the you're the God of the light, and you invite us into your love. Lord, you you invite us into transparency with you and inside of the body of Christ. And Lord, I, I just pray even right now, Lord, as as lust and pornography has had a stronghold in his life. In Jesus' name, God, would you break that stronghold? Nothing is too difficult for you. And in those moments of temptation, Lord, would would you guide him to your word? Would your Holy Spirit uh, guide him to you, Jesus? And we know, Jesus, you've provided a way out, Lord. And um, God, I, I pray that you, I believe you've already put men in his life that, that are going to rally around him and provide that accountability, Lord. And so would you prepare those men's hearts uh, when Sandro calls them, Lord, that they they could rally around him. And Lord, we thank you that there is victory in you, um, that you have paid the price. And uh, so, Lord, we, we lift Sandro up to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Eric. You bet. Thanks for calling. God bless you. God bless you as well. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. Let's continue with our phone lines. Let's go to Olivia in Baltimore on line three. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you? Doing good. Thank you. What's on your mind today? Oh, I want to ask you... um, in Psalm 91, it was saying how God protect you from sickness and evil. What I don't understand, um, when I hear on the news recently, a man went in the church and killed a whole lot of Christians. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of confused. If the Lord protect us being his people, why is a lot of evil happening to the Christians from the wicked? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question, and we know that Jesus told us that in this life uh, we would have tribulation, and that also uh, he told us that all who live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. So throughout church history, um, God has allowed his people to suffer, and you know sometimes uh, God provides uh, protection, and, and that suffering doesn't come into our lives and in other times uh, he allows uh, believers to to be martyred and and to lose lose their lives and and so um you know god's uh, protection in our lives uh, doesn't mean that that we won't 
suffer or go through difficulties or, or be the victims of, of shootings. But there is the promise of heaven and eternal life and that God is using all of these things for, for his glory. Um, we know that these shootings are uh, an example of someone choosing evil. Um, you know, it's not, not God's will that those people got uh, shot in Texas, but God has given us the ability to make choices. Uh, and with that, some choose to follow God, and unfortunately, some choose to do uh, great evil. Um, you know, and so, so in this life, we don't have a guaranteed protection from the consequences of people's evil choices. Mm. So, um, when God people, like I love going to church, and I do go to church, but yeah. because I keep hearing how Christians are getting shot up in the church, I'm kind of a little skeptical about going to church. Yeah. Uh, should we, should us Christians be fearful to go to church? I don't, no, I, I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, I think we need to go to the Lord to ask God to give us courage. Um, you know, Paul told Timothy, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and, and of sound mind. You know, and Satan would want us to respond in, in fear and to stay in our homes and, and go, well, it's not safe to, to go to church. Uh, but God wants us to be in fellowship with believers, you know, and and there's far greater risk by staying home and not being in fellowship with believers of what happens to us spiritually, um, you know, and to, to trust the Lord and say, God, I trust you and, I, and I'm not going to respond uh, in fear, you know, and... I also believe, Olivia, too, that, uh, you know, church isn't any more unsafe than anywhere else. You know, these things happen in Walmart, and they happen in the mall, and that unfortunately happens all over the place. So so you're, you're not taking a greater risk going to church than going to the grocery store and shopping. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, you're not— yeah. In reality, a person not even safe in their house, though. You like what you're saying. It could happen anyway. Yeah, but I understand, Olivia. It's it's overwhelming. Let me pray for you that God would would comfort you and give all of us courage in these times. Thank you. Yeah, God, I thank you for Olivia and Lord. We do come before you, and our our hearts break to see these shootings all over and in churches. And Lord, we don't want to have the spirit of fear. And I I pray for the body of Christ uh, throughout the country, Lord, that we would not have the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And Lord, would you uh, just really bless Olivia and encourage her and specifically give her peace about going to church and being in fellowship with believers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, and have a blessed evening. You too. God bless you too. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to Calvary Live. We've got just a few minutes left here, so I'm going to go ahead and look at some texts that have come in. This is a a text prayer request. Please pray for Cal. He's my ex-husband, my kid's father. He had a severe heart attack yesterday. He survived the heart attack by the grace of God, but still has a long road ahead of him. Most important, he doesn't believe there's a God. Can you please pray that God would find a way to open his heart to him? Yeah, let's pray. 
Lord, we lift up uh, Cal to you, and Lord, we thank you, uh, Lord, that you spared his life. And Lord, he doesn't know you, and thank you for giving him extra time. And in the midst of this heart attack, uh, Lord, that, that he would turn to you, that his spiritual heart would be softened, and that he'd see a need for your grace and redemption and resta- respond to your drawing, Lord, and that he would, would come to know you and follow hard after you. So we lift Cal up to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Another text question that has come in says, can you explain the gift of helper or the gifts of of helps? Yeah, the the gift of helps is someone who has the desire, heart, and ability to meet practical needs. Uh, I had the great privilege of uh, seeing my dad operate uh, in the gift of helps. Uh, He is really good at fixing things. He's really good at working with his hands, uh, and he loves to be able to come to our house and help us with, with practical things and serve that way inside of, of the, the body of Christ. And and so the gift of helps is really meeting practical needs in, in the name of Jesus. And it's a wonderful uh, gift that God uh, uses uh, to build up the body and to reach uh, unbelievers. Another uh, text that has uh, come in says, uh, please pray for my 26-year-old daughter who believes uh, she's uh, gay. I Regret not raising my children to know God or the Bible, but I'm now a born again. Please pray that my daughter is restored completely to who God made her to be. Yeah, absolutely. Father, I just uh, lift up this 26-year-old daughter, and Lord, I pray that she would see your love, she'd see your grace, your redemption, Lord, what you have done for her upon the cross. and. Uh, Lord, that she would uh, see her need for you, God, and and see the way that you have designed her to be and the relationships that you have uh, for her. Lord, I pray that you would bind the lies of the enemy and culture uh, and that she would see your good plan that you have, uh, Lord, in her relationship with you, but also in in relationships with uh, one another. So we lift this up to you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Another prayer request. I have a prayer request. Could you please pray for wisdom and clarity and understanding for a decision to possibly take my son who is blind out of his school? Yeah, I would definitely like to lift this up. Lord, I, I lift up this family to you, and as they make this decision with their son, if whether or not to take him out of, of school, Lord, we just pray for real wisdom. Lord, it's a big decision. It's hard as parents as we face these decisions with our kids. We want to make the right decision. So, Lord, would you guide and direct and bless. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, gang, thanks so much for listening. God bless you. Have a great weekend in the Lord. We'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.